So Snowflake just had their earnings and it's a mixed report. Many investors are disappointed. And to be honest, I'm not surprised. The stock is priced for perfection. And this is what people don't understand. I also want to speak about Snowflake, but more generally, I'm not too bothered with the near-term movements or near-term quarterly results. I'm more focused on the fundamentals. What is the business offering? And how does this relate to my future vision of software, specifically also in relation to a company I'm invested within, Palantir Technologies? And then I want to speak about Tesla's Investor Day. And one thing really interesting about their Investor Day was this notion of software and hardware in conjunction. They mentioned the idea that hardware is the new software. And I'm going to speak about my favorite company, Palantir, in detail there in regards to what this means for the future of software and what this means for the future of Industry 4.0, as it's labeled. The main factors, without going into too much detail here, is in regards to the full year of 2024, in which Snowflake sees product revenue of 2.7 billion up 40%, which is falling shy of the Wall Street consensus, $2.83 billion. The company, interestingly, also did announce a $2 billion stock buyback program, despite the fact I believe the stock is incredibly expensive at these valuations, but I think it shows at least the optimism management has, which is obviously a great thing. And I think the biggest issue in regards to Snowflake right now is in regards to their pricing for perfection. I don't really remember any major equities, to be honest, in which have been priced for perfection and have just smooth sailed, I'd much prefer to buy at a much more reasonable valuation, especially if I wasn't particularly convinced in regards to the underlying technological fundamentals of the company, in which in the case of Snowflake, I, I'm not too convinced, to be honest. I do think, however, companies are just like people. They have ups and downs. They go through periods of swinging the pendulum one way and the other. The point being is that I'm not too obsessed with the quarterly results. I think fundamentally the company is fairly stable and has had stellar growth undoubtedly over the past few years. But my issue lies within the long-term outlook for the company in five, ten years from now. I think to characterize my current understanding of Snowflake, it's as followed. I believe the company has minimally viable products with basically a huge, huge sales force. What I'm stating is that for sure, I acknowledge the fact that Snowflake has a useful product. It has utility. The growth is really backing that claim up too. But I don't believe that the product is truly transformative. And in consideration of the rapidly evolving software market, I don't believe that this product is transformative truly for organizations. I think it's useful, but I don't think it's transformative. Now, to understand this thesis, I think you have to understand my future thesis and outlook for where the industry of software is going and how much it's going to change over the next few years. What I believe is that enterprise software is a fundamental tenant of the organization, in which in the past this wasn't so predominant, but now enterprise software is becoming an integral part of the company. The reason is to why very simply because this allows for time to value, saving costs, saving time, increased levels of productivity from an employee's standpoint, and fundamentally transforming the organization, acting as the cardiovascular system for a company within question. And when I think of Snowflake in the underlying technology, I describe the product as minimally viable. It's a thin technological solution in which has utility for organizations, don't get me wrong, but it's not transformative for the company within question. Therefore, I'm really doubting and questioning the true transformation and the true depth of the technology in question when it comes to Snowflake's offering. The fact of the matter is the CRM or a data lakehouse in a vacuum is solely not going to be necessary and used in regards to true transformation of the organization in regards to, let's say, Palantir, in which the organization saved hundreds of millions of dollars for organizations across a period of a few years in consideration of the ontological model of the computation of the business within the sense of code, which is kind of their main mission. The future of software is not the static two-dimensional solution such as a CRM or a data lakehouse. 
The future of software, as we'll get to within one moment, is 3D, it's ontological, it's living, it's breathing. It is your business within a computational sense, your business's code. The future of software is basically your business within code. Models, objects are live, and thanks to the digital twin, the ability for reaction and responsiveness, allowing the ability for simulation. In the future, businesses are going to become kinetic, not static, as present within the 2D sense now. For example, within the case of Pantone, which aided a specific company within reducing the levels of wildfires within a specific area in the United States, the CTO of Sancom mentioned very clearly, and he said that a CRM, a data lakehouse, these other static solutions are not sufficient when it comes to these radically transformative solutions and outcomes in which can become clear when you integrate a solution such as Palantir. It is not enough to just store your data in Snowflake or a CRM or some sort of other static, archaic solution. Instead, you need an ontological model, a digital twin of the enterprise in order to achieve this. Snowflake, I don't believe, is focused upon the end game of software, is the point that I'm making. And what's even more concerning in regards to Snowflake is the fact that now they have a huge sales force, in which is about 50% of the overall employee headcount. And the fact that there's a slowdown apparent within the case of Snowflake, despite the fact they have a huge sales force, actually just, I think, speaks towards almost undeniably the lack of demand for the product in question. Now, granted, this is, of course, a macro issue, but I think it's interesting in relation to the huge sales force, which is 50%, by the way, of the headcount. And the slowdown that we're seeing, that, that really sparks some major concerns, in my personal opinion. I think what's interesting also is in regards to a Morgan Stanley report that we posted for Danton's premium members, in which you can join for solely $3 a month to support the channel and gain access to exclusive perks. We posted a report by Morgan Stanley in which they noted that software is a deflationary force within an inflationary world. For example, the report stated that cost pressures, the higher cost of capital, the higher cost of labor, are basically going to enable organizations to look towards software as a deflationary force within this inflationary world. They said that persistent inflation in areas such as labor, supply chain, procurement, and energy are giving rise to transformational investments across industries. Whilst the cyclical forces tend to deter investments in an uncertain macro environment, we believe that structural changes in demographics, energy policy, security, and an aging capital base makes technologies focused on cost reductions and productivity more valuable. And the point that they mentioned was that software, truly transformative software, is a deflationary force within an inflationary world in which we're obviously currently within. Now, I totally agree with this terminology, that software is truly transformative for organizations and can act as a deflationary force, specifically truly transformative software solutions in which are much deeper technologically speaking than the likes of Snowflake. But I would just caution about this idea of instantaneous software adoption when it comes to an uncertain macroeconomic period, because I don't think it's that linear. I think organizations across the board are cutting spend in regards to software generally, regardless of if one solution is more transformative than the other. It's often not so linear in terms of the adoption of the best software solution. C3 AICO also backed this up too in regards to Snowflake and the overall macroeconomic situation in which is deterring investments within software solutions. He stated that we've implemented a new pricing model and a new sales model and a partner model to accelerate the sales cycle and to accelerate product adoption, increase market share, increase revenue growth and profitability in the medium and long term. He stated that economic downturns are real and our customers are scrutinizing big deals like never before, which makes this a smart time to launch consumption-based pricing. The bottom line is I think Snowflake has a great company. 
but I don't believe that they have truly transformative technology which is going to be around for the next 10 years, let's say. I would characterize the company as minimally viable, technologically speaking, in which you have thin software solutions that provide some utility, but, but are really not transformative, coupled with basically a mass sales force to get this product out the door. And that is the issue with enterprise software more generally and software more generally within the West. It's often coming within the format of a PowerPoint, of a prediction of software you're going to build, of a thin solution backed by a huge sales force which doesn't really transform your organization. That is the biggest issue with software now. In regards to opportunity costs, I'd much prefer to invest within Palantir, which I believe is majorly undervalued, only starting to ramp the commercial business, and has truly transformative software for companies. Snowflake, I believe, is a solely minimally viable solution, and whilst providing some utility, this by no means is a transformative solution for enterprise. So in relation to software more generally, let's just speak about Tesla and this clip I want to show you from Twitter, which was at the Tesla Investor Day in which they noted the importance of software and hardware in conjunction with, as we enter into this new era, era of basically Industry 4.0 or the Internet of Things as it's commonly labeled. Let's take a listen. I'm yeah, well, the theme you hear a lot about today is software-controlled hardware. And when I think about that in my team, software-controlled hardware is fundamentally about being able to sidestep what otherwise would have been static trade-offs between one attribute or another in a piece of hardware. We are able, with software, to in in instill intelligence, context awareness, and context-specific behavior into what otherwise would have been a piece of hardware that had to get optimized for one type of scenario. We get more of everything. So you mentioned a few things I want to reiterate that, that are really, really important in relation to my investment within Palantir and overall software more generally and where this industry is going. He stated that the ability to sidestep would have otherwise been a static trade-off between one attribute and another in hardware is key and is allowed through transformative software. Through software, we're able to instill intelligence, context awareness, and context-specific behavior into hardware. The point being is that the future of hardware is software. You basically want to connect core hardware to business operations. Now, I have a specific case study in relation to my investment within Palm 2, which I think highlights this fairly well. You basically want to synthesize billions of sensor readings from edge devices on a fleet-wide basis that can generate important insights. The integration of these billions of sensors with readings in the millions and millions in conjunction with ERP tables, cutting edge R&D data or live transactional data, this is really transformative this is really transformative for the organization. If you can integrate these and synthesize these successfully, this can generate really important insights. So I think within the context of Tesla, the fact that they mentioned this really hints towards a potential partnership, I believe, between the two companies. Let's say within the context of manufacturing, businesses can embed Palantir's edge AI on sensors and cameras in manufacturing plants, as well as on machines in processing factories to increase efficiency and improve quality control. When these sensors examine components as a part of a production line, Models deployed with Palantir Edge AI identify defective products and separate them from and separate them for inspection or repair. The point that I'm making is this is the whole notion as your business's code, your business within a computational sense. It's not solely as a matter of software, but it's also in relation to the conjunction of hardware and software in order to enable mass efficiencies and this symbiosis, therefore giving truly transformative insights, specifically within the context of manufacturing, in which you have many different data points and plants and accesses in which you need to understand and therefore compute. You basically want your objects, models, and the whole business to become a digital twin and a digital ontological model. You want your business to be alive, not static, two-dimensional. 
Instead, you want your business to be alive, breathing, ontological, moving, awake, reactive. This can allow for predictions, preventions, and simulations thanks to a digital twin of the enterprise. This is the future of software. It is the conjoining of not solely hardware and software, but also your business in a computational sense, your business as code. What does it mean for a business when they can see all of the activities within the context of the factory or the company as a whole, and they can simulate, they can predict, they can prevent, they can mitigate against certain risks, and they can choose the most optimal outcome. And the only way that can happen within the context of manufacturing, let's say, or more generally, within any context of a business, is if you have Edge AI and the integration of hardware and specific atomic processes within your organization, which you can therefore translate within to a computational sense, namely code. The point being is I think the world of bits and software more generally has experienced mass innovation over the past few years. And this seems to be the area in which innovation is thriving once again. I believe the era of software is going to be truly transformative for organizations in which enterprise software is now not solely a key tenant of companies, but also truly transformative software is a key tenant for nations. And I believe, as we've seen within Ukraine, within the context of Palantir, this is a leading variables to what we're going to see elsewhere within the commercial context in regards to true transformation for an organization. So thank you so much. Please subscribe to Dunton's Premium. If you have not already, you can do so for $3 a month in which you get access to exclusive behind the scenes reports, daily articles, videos, so on and so forth. Wall Street reports, fascinating insights from me and members of the team. Thank you so much and I'll see you soon.